don't be afraid. Lock the doors. Turn out the lights. And climb into bed. It's time for Hillbilly Dead Time Stories. We've all seen the horror movies that start out with a family getting a great deal in a house because it was haunted or a tragedy had occurred within its walls. That's exactly how the Lutzes were able to buy what they thought was their dream home in Amityville, New York in the 1970s. The Kills had a similar experience 40 years earlier in Sussex, England. The previous owner of Ash Manor was so eager to sell that he let Mr. Kill buy it for far less than what it was worth. Mr. Kill felt that the exceptional deal on the house was the result of more earthly issues, such as a leaky roof or possibly bad plumbing. After all, he did not believe in ghosts. At least not yet. Ash Manor is a grand stately house built in the 13th century. Over the many years since its construction, some parts of the structure have been destroyed and rebuilt. Surrounded by plush green countryside, Ash Manor doesn't look like your stereotypical haunted house. But its history tells a different story. Fire, bloodshed, and many other unhappy events have taken place at Ash Manor. The Kills felt the wrath of the spirits soon after moving in on June 24, 1934. They were awakened several times in the middle of the night by what sounded like someone stomping their feet and knocking on the walls. Mr. Kill would search the house, but the end result was always the same. No explanation of where the sounds were coming from. Late in November, the sounds came closer to Mr. Kill's bedroom. Three fierce bangs on his bedroom door left him trembling under his blankets. Mrs. Kill was asleep in a different room down the hall, but she also heard the loud knocking. The next night, the banging came again. Mr. Kill laid there in fear, wondering who was knocking on the door. Two nights later, he would find out. The room was unnaturally cold and there was an unpleasantness about it. He decided to stay awake and see what he could see. He left the door open this night. Nothing immediately happened and Mr. Keel fell asleep. Then at 3 a.m., then at 3 a.m., banging on the open door quickly plucked him from his slumber. He jerked up in his bed and in the doorway was a little old man wearing a green smock. His pants and boots were covered in mud. He had on a slouched hat and a handkerchief tied around his neck. 
Initially, Mr. Keel felt that one of the servants had left the door unlocked and a homeless person has made his way into the house. He confronted the man and asked why he was in the house, but got no answer. Mr. Keel walked over to the man and grabbed his shoulder. Only his hand went through the man, causing Mr. Keel to lose his balance, and he fainted from the shock. He only remembers stumbling down the hall to his wife's bedroom. He was so terrified that he was babbling. Mrs. Keel couldn't understand anything that he said, and he then fainted again. Mrs. Kill ran down the hallway to get some brandy to revive her husband. Unfortunately for her, the green man was still lingering in the hallway. Mrs. Kill said that his face was very red, his eyes were malevolent and horrid. The mouth opened and dribbled. He stared at her with the look of an idiot. However, Mrs. Kill did not realize that she had just encountered a ghost. She, like her husband, felt that the man was a tramp who had wandered in. She asked him what he wanted. When he didn't answer, she tried to grab him. Her hand went straight through him and she smashed her knuckles on the wall. The couple was so terrified that they hoped that they would never see the spirit again. Unfortunately, this was just the beginning of their experiences with the green man. They were going to encounter the green man over two dozen times. The third time that Mrs. Kill saw the spirit, he lifted his head and she could see that his throat had been slashed. The family called in a priest to bless the house, hoping this would chase the ghost away. Instead, the visit by the priest only made things worse. Mrs. Kill said that she knelt and prayed outside her bedroom for two nights in a row. She said she was fighting an invisible force and had never been so scared in her entire life. Kills were so desperate that they called on Dr. Nandor Fodder for help. Fodder was the research officer at the International Institute for Psychical Research in London. Fodder turned out to be the perfect choice for ridding the spirit from Ash Manor. Fodder asked famous American medium Eileen Garrett to visit the house. She was put into a trance and learned about Ash Manor from past spirits who still lingered there. She was told that a jail covering 500 yards once stood on the property close to Ash Manor. The jail was the site of much human death and suffering. Eileen explained that if a spirit was being troublesome to someone, it was because that person was already troubled and the spirit was feeding off of that negative energy and used it to further the unhappiness of that person. During a seance, Eileen talked to several non-troublesome spirits, but she also talked to the green man who took possession of her and spoke through her. He initially could not speak through her, pointing to her lips and throat as if to say that he was mute. When he did speak, it was in medieval English. The green man begged forgiveness and threw Eileen's body at the feet of Fodder. He had apparently mistaken Fodder for a prison guard. Fodder explained that they meant him no harm. The green man said that his name was Charles Edward Henley. He was searching for his son and his wife who had been taken from him. Henley claimed that he had given his wife to the Duke of Buckingham, a childhood friend, in exchange for land. 
Henley then said that he was betrayed. He was arrested, tortured, and murdered. And now he wanted vengeance. However, this amazing visit was not enough to put his spirit to rest. He began appearing again. Fodder and Garrett insisted that they felt unhappiness in the home, and that's what was holding the spirit here. Mrs. Kill eventually confessed that her and her husband had several problems in their marriage, as well as their teenage daughter who had a violent temper. Once the family faced up to their problems, the ghost faded away. Down away. 